Hi there and welcome to Project Genesis. Project Genesis is a fun and inspiring tripod series where photographers and creatives take us back in time to explore the start of their creative journey and reflect on the motivation, the challenges that have led them to where they are right now. What would they have done differently? What advice do they have for someone who's also at their starting point, or can I say also at their genesis? My name is Dalia Akaine. I am the host of the Tripod Podcast, and I would love for you to join me on this fun and inspiring ride through the journeys of these amazing creatives. Welcome to Project Genesis. Dalia, nice to meet you. Thank you for having me on your platform. You. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so I wanted to give, I always love to give everyone the honor of kind of introducing. I mean, I think I don't even need to introduce you, but I would love for you to just in literally like a minute or two, just tell us who you are. And yeah, I would say who you are and what you do, even though I'm sure everybody already knows, but I would love to hear it coming from you. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Thank you to you and your team. I really appreciate um, this opportunity. My name is Wednesday Henry Ojimadu. Um, I am from Abia State, um, but I was born and raised in the north. I was born and raised in Niger State. I've lived literally 80 to 90% of my life in the north. Um, so that explains why I always have um, but but I always say that I, I kind of balance it with you know the the beads on my hand. So if you see the cap yeah. and the beads, then that's that's the signature. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm the first child of um, eight children. Um, uh, what else do I need? I'm not very good at describing myself. To be very honest, with you. I'm a photographer. This is what I do for a living. Um, but my passion lies not just in photography alone, but also in mentoring people. Music is something I'm extremely passionate about. Um, mentoring people and basically just building leaders for, for the future through through photography. Um, but that's that's pretty much about it. I, I prefer to take questions and answer questions, but I really don't know how to describe <laughs> myself. It's not something I've, I've, I've mastered. No, that's that's absolutely fine. I think you've done such a good job already in, in introductions, and I'm so happy to hear that you were born in Niger State. I was born in Niger State, and oh, great. I think yeah, I grew up in. I think for the majority of you, me being young and everything, I was in Niger, and then we moved to Abuja about ten years ago. So yeah, but I'm from Edo State. <laughs> okay, okay. But then on this series, which is called Genesis, we kind of rolled the tapes a little bit back to get to why you started your business, in fact, what the inspiration was. So I think we can start from that. If you could just share with us the major inspiration behind Big H as, you know, a brand. What was the inspiration for you as an individual to pick up a camera and say, I want to be a photographer? Okay. I think the, the most important thing to mention, or one of the most important things to mention is that um, we're still building um, the biggest Studios brand. Um, building a brand for me is a continuous effort. So we're still in the stage and in the process of, you know, building the brand, 
um, focusing on what is working, improving on what is good, um, doing away with what isn't working, and just basically understanding um, ourselves and so that we can position ourselves well in, in how to sell the brand to, um, to people. Um, so I can speak on how we started, you know, the journey. Um, uh, like I've said this story too many times. I got married 2011, December 3rd, traveled to Dubai with my wife for honeymoon. And then I'm just going to simplify it, okay, so that I don't bore you guys. But yeah, on my way back, I decided to get myself a camera. <laughs> I wanted to be that cool kid with the camera, visiting people's weddings and just taking pictures of myself. Or if in case I travel, I, I, I documented the whole honeymoon process, you know, from going to the mall to, to the water park and all of all that stuff. So I kind of just wanted to have my own camera because I remember doing that with a board camera. So I wanted yeah. to do that for myself. And eventually I started taking pictures in church. Many people started from church because, I mean, the church is a platform where you do a lot of free work, you shoot church activities and all of that. So after that, I think April 20th, 2012, uh, we registered Big A Studios. Um, At the time of registering Big A Studios, we had an idea of what we wanted Big A Studios to be. And I, I can tell you that where we are now is completely different from what we had wanted biggest studios to be um, because we thought that the ideal representation of what a studio should be was Studio 24 at the time. And um, take nothing away from what they're doing. I think they've been consistent over the years, in the last 20 years, and they've been doing amazingly well. Um, but everybody must find their own path and do something different. So um, at the time that we registered biggest studios, we, we kind of wanted to run a Studio 24 model because they were the benchmark for success in the photography industry. And we thought yeah. that that was the only way. But eventually yeah. we found out that that's not the only way. We are all unique and, and different in our own way. Um, so I always like to give credit to my late brother who kind of just engineered the process and encouraged me to take it a lot more serious so um, I wouldn't be here without my brother I wouldn't be here without the support of my mom and obviously without the enormous support from my wife and my family so yeah that in a nutshell is is, is how it started I'm hoping that with more questions we'll be able to answer yeah yeah, I, I really love that inspiration. And, you know, just like you said, the fact that you had to pivot really quickly. I don't know if how quickly it was, like the change in plans, but I imagine that you quickly realized, yeah, this is, I mean, it's admirable, but it's not really what we want. Like this yeah. is kind of you yeah. know, a different, rather go in a different yeah. direction, yeah. right? So question, in those early days of, you know, doing, discovering all of these and maybe even in the process of changing direction, were there any major challenges for you as an individual to say, you know, this is not what I expected or I didn't think it would be, maybe even if you expected it, but like I didn't think it would be this bad. Was was that something significant that you can remember now and point to to say this is a major challenge that we faced in those maybe couple of, first couple of years or months? I think for me, one of my biggest challenges 
and I think it's also something that a lot of up and coming photographers or even creatives um, suffer from or have suffered from is acceptance. You understand? I started photography at a time where everybody wanted their kids to be doctors, engineers, and all of that. And I think to a large extent, it's still the same way now. Although there's been some changes, there's been a shift. You understand? People are now showing their parents that they can be successful at whatever it is that they choose to do. But at that time, it wasn't as it is now. So going home, telling your mom that, you know, I want to be a photographer wasn't necessarily what they wanted to hear because they had invested so much in me, you know, studying international business. And, you know, they wanted me to come back, work for the company, you know, just do all that white-collar job, work for WHO, whatever it is, you know. (laughs) But everybody must choose their own path at some point. So I kind of indulged my folks and worked with the family business. And it was good. There were a lot of lessons that I learned that I am currently applying um, in my day-to-day activity here. So I feel like I would never discredit my time when I was working for my family. I think that, you know, I cannot put into words or quantify all the things that I learned while I was there. But I feel like, for me, the major challenge was acceptance and just getting people to believe that this is what I want to do. You know, it's going to be hard for you to get people to believe in you. And I think secondly, after acceptance, is being able to sell yourself and your work and convince people that you are good at this or you will be good at this. Because nobody was born with the natural talent to take pictures. You understand? You have to go through the process. You know, I remember my first job. The thing about family is the family is always going to support you either way. Even if you're doing a crap work, it would always tell you you're doing great. You understand? Until you work with a real client who who tells you their (laughs) mind and then you'll be like, wow, I'm I'm, I'm not that good. So yeah, to answer the question, the two major challenges would be acceptance, um, you know, getting my folks to accept that this is the path that I have chosen and to go with it. And then the second one would be um, um, selling my work, selling my work to not just my family, but to clients and potential clients. Okay, I, I think you kind of answered the next question I would have asked. I think you've kind of answered around, you know, the first part of trying to convince your family that, that this is the path you want to take. Yeah. And it absolutely is okay for you to want to do that, right? But then I'm curious about the selling part, you know, the challenge of selling. I think that's one that a lot of people face, even, you know, especially with a photography business. Are there specific steps or just anything that you can remember that you did towards kind of working against that challenge? Like I'm aware that I need to maybe learn how to sell myself better or sell my skills better. What kind of things did you do back then? I think that selling yourself and selling your brand would always be a topic today. It will be a topic in the next 10 years um, because we, we live in a world where it's almost like trade for butter. You understand? People yeah. want something from you in exchange for something else. In this case, money. You understand? So you have to make sure that you mm-hmm. are 
number one, either providing a solution to a problem or providing a service or you're meeting a need. You understand? Yeah. So there has to be something that you have that the potential client wants. So selling selling yourself or selling your brand or your product would always be important. You understand? And um, I feel that um, the biggest challenge for me was to identify what that product was. To identify what am I selling? Understanding that I'm not just selling good pictures, but no. I want to sell an experience. I want to work with people and get them to feel like they had a wonderful experience working with me. Because that's what they're going to tell the next person. And that next person is going to tell somebody else. So like I always say, one, one client is a potential five or, or ten new clients. You understand? But the, the major thing is even knowing what the product is. We, we thought, like I said, we thought that we wanted to have a walk-in studio like Studio 24. We thought that we wanted to have people come in every day and take pictures. And, you know, one day we said, hold on, that's not the product that we want to sell. I mean, that's good and it's working for these people, but we want to tweak it. You understand? We want to give people, we don't want to give people a la carte. We want to give them bespoke type of work. You know, we want people to have an input. Okay, so we we wanted to give people a bespoke type of photography where they have an input into how you know the process goes from from makeup to hair to choice of fabric, outfits, and and all of that. And if you want to be this specific, then you you need to invest in learning and, and knowing the trade. So, number two, I didn't want people to know me to be that photographer who did everything, I wanted to specialize in one thing or two things you understand that I'll be known for so that if it is portrait that they want they know who to call if it is weddings that they want they know who to call so it's important that you're able to specialize so that people can also take you seriously you know they don't you don't want them to come to your page on Instagram or your website and then they're seeing all sorts of different things you're shooting kids you're shooting weddings you're shooting portraits you're shooting naked people you're shooting every single thing you understand that that sometimes sometimes that can be a throw-off for for some clients who are looking for something specific you understand so i think that was the other thing that we did um, which is investing in training and just specializing um in the work and then again the last thing would be to um uh, what they call it um sell your work through social media the next question I have is on, you know, as a creative, I think one of the biggest things when I think of creative work is inspiration. And I know that without the right kind of inspiration, you know, for everyone listening to this right now and they are hearing music in the background, it's very intentional. It's not a mistake, right? Because you mentioned that, you know, that's something that keeps you or helps you to kind of move. So for you as a creative individual, what would you say is your is something that inspires you every single day to kind of get up, get out of bed and do the work that you do? Um, I say this all the time and I feel like my biggest inspiration comes from God. Um, I'm a Christian. I carry it on my head. It's not something I'm shy about. It's something I say everywhere um, because I feel that Everything that I am or will ever be in the grand scheme of things doesn't make sense. 
and I feel like only God has made it to make sense. So, um, the images, the work, the clients, every single thing I give credit to God is my biggest inspiration. It's easy yeah. to say I draw inspiration from nature, from music, from this and that. All of this exists because of God at the end of the day. That's the way I look at it. I have said this many times and many people feel like they are not satisfied with the answer, but I can't run away from it. <laughs> you understand? And, and for me, that's the yeah. absolute truth. Um, music yeah. is important to me because it, it forms um, a major part of my workflow, tries to set me in the right mood, helps to create the right atmosphere for for the work that we're doing. So music it is is very important. If you had said we can't have this Zoom meeting without music. It would be somehow for me, do you understand? Because it's, it's, it's part of the fabric of who I am. And I like the fact that when you started the introduction, you said, if you hear music on the background, you probably already know who I'm about to introduce to you. And that's, that's true, you understand? So it would be God for me to be music. Um, personal experiences also inspire me to create work. Um, sadly, some of those experiences have come from a very painful experience. So I do say that sometimes pain have inspired some of the work that I've created over the years. Yeah. Well, I'm happy because that's, that's your truth, right? And it's truth that matters no matter what. Like that's your yes. own truth and you're owning it. Like it may not be, it may not sound positive or it may not be positive, but that's just the truth. That's, that's, that's what it is for me. Okay. Okay, so um, we're getting to the end of this. And uh, my next question is, for anyone that's listening right now, I would legit say to every sing- single person I know that you are literally one of the OGs. If you know what the, the meaning of, you know, the phrase OG funny means. Like... You know the funny thing? The funny thing <laughs> is I don't consider myself as, as an OG. And I, I, I would explain why. Before we started photography, I've been doing photography, April will make it 10 years. Before we started photography, there were a lot of iconic photographers who are still very relevant. Kelechi Amadi will be double the years. I mean, he's been doing it for 20-something years. Auntie T.Y. Bello, amazing artist. Everybody knows Auntie T.Y. Bello as well. She's one of my biggest mentors and biggest influencers, um, inspirators, or inspiration, sorry. And um, she's been doing it for... Around the same twenty something years. And then you have people like Don Baba, you like you have people like Uche, you have people like Obisomto. I talk about Obisomto a lot because I feel like Obisomto, yes, is young, but Obisomto kind of bridged the gap between the very young photographers and then the OGs because Obisomto at the time was the only young person who was doing the kind of work that they were doing, the kind of work that we would look and say, Oh wow, this is great work. Obi was already doing that. Obi made a lot of young photographers believe that they too could do it. And if they don't give him credit, I will give him credit and say that he has done a lot for the young, creative Nigerian photographer. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah, that just okay. happened. So when you talk about OGs, Big H is still kind of in the new school. <laughs> you understand? Okay. Not, not OG. OG, I'm talking Kelechi. T.Y., Dombaba, Dayo Adedayo, Aisha Ogikuta, you know, the, the names are plenty. 
Absolutely. Okay. Um, well, but I think to me, probably to me, and I'm sure to a lot of people, my question was going to be to anyone listening to this right now who maybe like me, you're kind of like their far off mentor, like they come to your page and they see the wonderful work that you do and they follow all your creative projects. If you had one advice to give to them, um, basically for someone who wants to do what you do, what would you say? So I'll break it down in three. I can't, I can't put it in one. If I was no, to put no. it in one, I would say trust God. But sometimes people feel that that is big. So I would say work very hard okay. and put all that hard work in God's hands because okay. he's going to make sense of all of it. Don't work hard and depend on the hard work. It doesn't yield anything. Work <laughs> hard and commit it to God and say, this is the work that I've done. He has the way of adding flesh, butter, milk, all of all those things and just making sense out of it. I'm not going to lie, there are times that I haven't even done enough work but God brought glory out of it as if I had done so much. Do you understand? So, if, like I said, if I have to put it in one, I would say trust God. But you know, sometimes people can take things vaguely. So I would say work very, very hard in this work. If you're young, you're old, or whatever age, you can't cheat nature. You have to work. So work hard. Make sure that you are the hardest worker in the room if you have to be. You understand? Born the midnight can do the work because nobody's going to hand success over to you in the plates. You understand? You have to do the work. But as you're doing the work, commit that work to God. And it's important that in working hard and in committing it to God, that you're also building sustainable relationships with people because you can't go anywhere without people. You need the right set of people with you. Whether those people are members of your team, whether they are your client base, whatever it is, whatever support system that you have as a photographer or as a creative or as an entrepreneur, you need people. Even when God wants to bless anybody, he sends the right set of people. You understand? So we can't not talk about the importance of having the right people. So I'll say God, I'll say work hard, I'll say build sustainable relationships with, with the right people. And okay. in working hard, I would say it's very important that you know your skills. It's very important that you know what you're doing. Nobody's going to trust you to take their pictures or to do their makeup or to do this just because you have a fine fix or because you <laughs> smell better than everybody. You should know your, your work to Absolutely. a certain extent. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's the golden rule. That's so honest. I want to shine. Finally, I want to shine a golden light. I know that you know the work that you do. You are very active on social media, and then you have your website. But if I could just shine the spotlight on you and your business for a moment, what is something that you are currently working on that you would want other people to know about? Is there anything? Um. So every year, every new year, I always say I want to invest more in doing personal projects and not necessarily shooting clients. And every year I fail woefully at that because I I always kind of just get engrossed in client work and not in personal. 
So this year, I feel like I've taken a leap of faith and I've become very deliberate about it, that I want to do one personal project every month till December. And, you know, we've done one for, for January and, you know, we're currently looking at the possibility of doing one for, for February. And any month that we miss, it means that we'll carry over to the next month. So um, a personal project is pretty much just me creating for me, you understand, and not necessarily for social media, for anybody's liking. It's pretty much just me creating content that, you know, things that I'm inspired by, things that, you know, that tell a deeper story than maybe just shooting somebody's birthday shoot or anything like that. And personal projects are also preparatory ground for the actual client work um, that you want to do. So that's definitely something that I'm working on. The second thing is I, I want to I want to, I want to start a podcast. I feel like there there's different faces to me that I just want to put out there. I like my love for music. I I I love to encourage people when I can. I I, I also just want to hear people's views on so many social issues, personal issues, and just basically just talk. And um, I'm working on doing a podcast where I can also invite people to speak on on different things that are bothering us as individuals and just share their own views, whether they are young people, middle-aged people, whatever it is. So yeah, the podcast is definitely something that I'm, I'm praying and hoping that we can we can start. Nothing too major, it's not the big news. It's going to be very informal as many of the things that we tend to do here anyway, so that we don't just put too much pressure um, on ourselves. But yeah, the podcast and, and the personal work will be the two things that I'm working on this area.